ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the clubhouse. This is episode 115. The Golden State Warriors, the New England Patriots, the Kansas City Royals, and the Chicago Blackhawks episode. I'm your host, as always, Teach Butler, sitting next to me, and sitting next to me, for the first time in a long time. We have co-hosts Dylan and Doge in the house. Dill, how are you tonight? Doing well. Uh, I was going to try to come up with some sort of clever thing to say, but nothing came to mind, so well, just least... have to get adjusted to the new seating arrangement. Yeah, yeah. Well, you gotta, you got to have easily, a head on the swivel being in the middle there now. Yeah, not easily being able to talk, uh, talk over Doge when uh, he's trying to speak and we just can't hear him. Um, <laughs> yeah, it'll be nice to, yeah. Right. You gotta be like... No uh, disrespect, but... You gotta be like Ernie and Kenny, you know, bouncing between Shaq yeah, and... I gotta Chuck really start here. shuffling my feet here. That's right. <laughs> I'm gonna keep you honest. Dosh. All the way on the other side of this lovely triangle. How are you today, man? <laughs> I'm spectacular. This is great. Good. Because we have a great podcast for everybody, let me tell you. We had a fresh first for you, and it was gonna be a great one. But my gosh, we got some news that makes this Fresh First even better and even fresher. So we had to bump it up. Our Fresh First now, ladies and gentlemen, bust out your Tiger Tracker because Tiger Woods is back and he will be playing at Augusta. We're talking about that in our first quarter. Second quarter, we're going to be talking about Final Four recap, Coach K going down, UNC moving on, Kansas winning the national championship. We've got a lot to discuss there. In the third quarter... We're going to talk about our NBA playoff predictions, and in the fourth quarter, we're going to be talking about our NBA season awards. So we've got some of our own clubhouse awards, and we've got some traditional uh, NBA awards we're going to discuss there. But first, ladies and gentlemen, especially because we've got everybody in the room, we've got to warm it up because we haven't we haven't had a show with this much power in a long time. So, without further ado, I would like to start the warm-ups with a reading, if you don't mind, gentlemen. Please. <clears throat> Keep talking about my squad, our personal ages, the way we play. We're past our time in this league, etc., etc., etc. Do me a favor, please, and I mean please. Keep that same narrative energy when it begins as when it ends. That's all I ask you. Thank you. Hashtag thank you. Excuse me. That is from LeBron James discussing the Lakers when they traded for Russell Westbrook. So I just want to make sure we keep the same energy we did then. Which was, wow, what a horrible trade. This is not going to go well for the Lakers. I'd like to keep that same energy right now as I tell you that, ladies and gentlemen, the Los Angeles Lakers, who have four top 75 all-time players on their roster right now, five first ballot Hall of Famers, if you include Dwight Howard as well, will not be making the playoffs. LeBron James hypothetically also will be going for the scoring title this year. And they're not going to be making the playoffs. This is the greatest time ever to be a Laker hater, I would have to say. Now, you might say when Jerry West and the boys were getting beat every single year by Bill Russell, but that was something you knew was just a given. This right here, I didn't think they were going to be this bad. You know what I mean? So it's just, ugh. It's so sweet. That's all I have to say. It's the greatest time to be a Laker hater. Can can you just comments from non-Laker hater? Well, maybe not Laker haters, but... Laker neutrals. Laker neutral fans. I This is... I'm so thrilled right now. Without a doubt. I can imagine, you know, if I grew up hating the Lakers, this would be such a sweet time. 
because, man, everyone's thinking, you know, look at the names they have on this team. Yes, sure, they were older, but big star power names. Et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. cetera. (laughs) But, yeah, I mean, that lineup, we we mentioned it before, is so sweet if you take all those players three, four years ago. And it's just, it's not the time. No. It's not the time. No. So... I mean, it was kind of surprising. I was sitting in my living room and uh, just had, you know, sports on in the background. And just seeing them sitting and they were in 10th at that point. Yeah. I'm thinking, man, they're just bad. And LeBron's playing really well when he's he's able to play, but he's battling injury too. Mm Mm-hmm. Data Davis. It's, yeah. I mean, my gosh. Hasn't played in a long time. So, I mean, that team is... Is tough and Russ just bearing the the front yeah, of all correct. of the criticism and hate, which is tough. Because um, I don't think he deserves all that. But um, no, and then Frank Vogel, he's gonna get canned too for sure. I think so. I think you would have to. Nothing like giving a defensive coach a bunch of a bunch of offensive weapons and no defensive players. What are we doing here? I think he's the I think he's the scapegoat. You know, he's the. Mm-hmm. He's the one we got to blame for it, and then you bring someone in, and then hopefully just you know roll the dice again. Yep. I think so. Dill, any Laker comments? It's probably one of the worst LeBron teams he's ever had. Mm-hmm. Which is crazy to say, without a doubt. But when people don't play, it just makes it tough. It's been one of his better seasons in terms of points. And Individual, stats, which is also something that Russ is known as a teammate. Super right? fine. That's happened, yeah. like, this is his fourth time. Yeah. It was with uh, Harden, Durant, Durant and then... And uh, so this is Beal. fifth. Yeah. Players. Sixth. Yeah. Fifth or sixth. There's, and there might be somebody else, too. Who knows? He's crazy with that. So, but then he individually has been probably his poorest year. Like, it's been his poorest year. Yes. I just, I mean, if LeBron's going to keep playing at this level, dude, we need to have him in the playoffs. Like, until, you know what I mean? Like, he doesn't have that much longer. Dude, the Lakers in the play-in would have been so much fun. Like, LeBron in the play-in and Durant in the play-in. Come on. Yeah. That's must-watch TV. The Spurs game is not. They can be eliminated tonight if the Spurs win, correct? And the Lakers lose? Like, officially eliminated? Oh, my gosh. If that happens, then I'll, that's going to be super exciting. I don't know that for sure. I'm not, I wasn't that in tune with it. I just kind of accepted that they were not going to make it. Yeah, LeBron's out facing elimination. So I mean, I think they would have to... Right. They'd they still would have really to... have to win a lot of games to not get knocked out. There's not that many left. Right. But, I mean, I think they would have to essentially win out. What is there, like, three or four left? So they have four games left. Spurs have four. They're two games behind. Yeah. And they can't tie them. Right. So if they lost tonight and the Spurs won tonight, Spurs would be ahead three. Yep. They would have the tiebreaker. It would be over. Come on, (coughs) Spurs. Let's go. So, that's wild. But like you said, I mean, me being a Laker neutral, I want LeBron in that playing game. So I would love to see them win the last four They've lost, up. like, what, six straight? Yeah, six straight. I don't straight. dislike LeBron. He just happens to be on the Lakers, which is not my problem. Yeah, it's not your fault. You know, <clears throat> you didn't do that. Nope. You know what? I'll I'll take that off of you. Sorry. I was making it your I just problem. Wanted to, I just wanted problem. to make... I just wanted to clarify. You're right. This isn't against LeBron. It's nothing to do with LeBron. 
this is a Celtics Lakers thing, and and it just happened. That's why I keep mentioning LeBron's having a great year. Like it's it's this is a Laker bad issue. Palinka did not build this team well. Vogel's got to be gone. There you go. It just rumor, it rumor today. We're, we're coming gonna, back to it. He just, Vogel's going to be gone. Yeah. yeah, he's gone. He'll be gone. All right. Oh man, what a great time. Maybe they can hire Coach K. Dosh. I would be so thrilled to watch that team crash and burn. <laughs> but then if they were good, it would kill me inside. But He's coached a lot of those guys on the USA team. You're right, but... Like all the Hall of Famers you just mentioned were on the USA teams that Coach K coached. There's no doubt. <laughs> He's not going to do it. I really don't want him to either. That's the thing. It would be... Iconic is all I would say. It'd be perfect. Because then it would just be interesting to see if LeBron is going to be coached by Coach K or if LeBron is going to out-muscle Coach K and be like, hey, listen here, guy. This is my show. <laughs> I'm actually the coach. Right. Watch this. Oh, man. Coach K is just like, yo. It's not happening. I just, I just recruit no, I guys it, to come here. It could happen. It certainly could. I love it. But it's timing out well. There's no doubt about it. I mean, like, if the time is going to happen, it's going to happen now. It's not going to happen. Dosh, give me your warm up. Let's back to reality. <laughs> ooh, ooh, ooh. Back to reality. Can the... you imagine if they missed the playoffs with Coach K? <laughs> oh. The NBA is in the hot seat. Players mm. have to start paying attention. On the inbounds. Mm-hmm. Because Jose Alvarado... What a play. Oh, dude. ...is a sneaky lad. A fiend. He has turned it into a viral sensation where, after his team scores a bucket, when the other team inbounds the ball, he just hides off in the corner. Comes back behind the point guard, unsuspecting, and steals it from him, gets an easy bucket, or gets fouled. Yep. I think he did it twice in one week. He's got He's keeping people on their toes. And I love it. <clears throat> There's too many times people get lazy, you know, especially on the inbounds. You saw, you know the video from a few years ago where Russell Westbrook literally picked up the ball and walked with it at his side because nobody's oh, yeah. thinking about anything during those rebounds. No. Jose Alvarado's capitalizing on a very important but overlooked play that happens in every possession. He's capitalizing. I love it. He you got to be on your toes. He has a lot of those. Yeah. Like, I saw, like, a clip of, like, a, a mashup of all of them. Like, He's got a bunch. Like, it's not just a one-off thing. He gets away with it too. People just never expect it, and then he's just there. He's just—he's not here to mess around. Like, no, you think like you the... don't just get a free ninety, like free ninety feet? You know what I mean? He's picking this... you up. That's what I'm saying. Is this going to eventually be like the same duration as like Linsanity? You know, is it going to live up to that hype? No, it's not. It becomes no, a phenom just, of doing it. He's just close. stealing the inbounds. He's not. You're not shooting buzzer beaters and scoring forty on a nothing. Points New York in MSG. I'm just saying that like the hype. And, like, length of it, right? Not, He's got a little niche Just, like, going. a couple-week thing? I mean, maybe if people, people start paying attention to him, but that's what I'm saying. NBA's in the hot seat because people got to start thinking about that on every inbound now. Yeah, too many people it. falling asleep on yeah. it. Either, either, yeah, people are either going to adjust to it or he's just going to be like, that's his thing. Yeah. <laughs> and he's just going to have a... a He'll get one a game. Seven-year mixtape of it. Yes. I hope. That'd be awesome. That'd be sweet. But if him. people let him do that for seven years, then they're stupid. They're fools. Yeah, that's correct. Yeah. <laughs> so he has like a thousand 
career or steals. Or he just finds different ways to do it. It should be even better. The evolution of the yeah. Sneaky Steel. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love that. Uh, Dill, what do you got for us for a warm-up here? So, I mean, is Brandon Vasquez just like the best goal scorer in the MLS right now? I was wondering what the BV stood for. God dang it. That's why I had to put it in as BV number one, dude. <laughs> right now, statistically, the He's season ended today. He's leading the golden boot. Does he have a golden boot? Yeah. So, you know, best player. I mean, he keeps scoring, man. Best so. best goal scorer. I don't want to say best player. Let's control. He could have had, he could have had a couple more that game. That's for sure. So he gets one every about eighty nine minutes. I hate that Kai Kamara went off in that game. After he just smoked us on Twitter too, yeah. like a piece. I needed him to be non-existent on the field, and he was the opposite. He was a part of like three of their four goals. Our defense is woofy, woof, woof. Yeah. Bad. Uh, yeah, our, I don't want to talk like, about our defense. It doesn't look good. Blackett's not cutting like it. it. Busting out a hockey, a little ice time term here. Yeah. Like, what a sieve our defense is. Like, just holes. Just holes and holes and holes. Yeah. Holes and holes and holes. Just letting whatever, like... I don't know, it's just terrible. What the heck are we doing? I don't know, man. I don't know. But I will say, also, uh, what is it? Carlos, right? Vea of L.A.? Yeah. Vela. Vela. Uh, I mean, he's definitely got the most goals per minute. Or, like, the highest, or, like, the lowest amount of minutes per goal. Yeah. So, like, oh, I mean, at the end of the season, of a long season, you play a lot of minutes. We'll see how that turns out. Hey, BB keeps it up, dude. I mean, what are we gonna do? Yeah, if he's netting them, let's do it. Yeah, yeah hopefully he keeps it up. He could call up for USA a little bit, actually. That'd be fun. Be bad, a, bad for FC, but it'd be fun for us. Well, it'd be it would get them some uh, notoriety, you know. I guess, but then we just suck even more. Like, here comes fourth wooden spoon. Well, they, I mean, how often do they not play with their teams? Pretty often. I don't. Know. I mean, there's like a window. But I guess I mean, it's going to be a different time this year because the World Cup's at a different time. Right, World Cup's not. And maybe until, it's like this. Not, not even, until November. Might not even exist. When is the MLS Cup? Usually, like playoffs start in October. October. <clears throat> Excuse. October so, time. I think our what's our first match is, or USA versus England in group play is on Black Friday, so that's like Thanksgiving time. Mm-hmm. So. It's like a week after the season ends. Cash money in the bank. Yeah. My gosh. What was that, Bill? It's like a week after the season ends, maybe? Like November 14th? Probably around then. I bet people will be traveling out earlier than that. Like, if you're not in the MLS Cup final, like, you'd already be gone. Yeah, Yeah, for For sure. sure. Which, like... We're not going to be going to playoffs. I don't know. That's not a for sure. Mm. We can get some points and get We're seven. probably not making you a playoff run. We were at we the could. game, Dylan. We, we were at that game. That was Montreal's first win of the season. They netted four against us. And they, it looked they like they could have rolling. scored 20 goals if they wanted to. Like, they, they probably could have scored at least seven. Khan had a couple good saves, too. Like, we just freaking stink. I feel bad for Jeff Cameron. He's got no soldiers to direct back there. Mm-hmm. Yes. Blackett passes a nice ball, but... 
Yeah, he has a nice it's touch. Gone. We also didn't have Mata, dude. Mata yeah, but he guy. plays offense, not defense. He Just gets like in Powell. there. He's a midfielder. He he, he gets in there. He gets in there. He dude, he's solid because he's quick. So he's dude, able to get back. He's got to lock in his crosses. He's, he's been some, booty, dude. He's had some off crosses. That's usually his money bag. I feel like when we had all those corners at the end of that game, he put in like one good one and he kicked like five. Why is Brenner not starting? Why is he not good? Because we played him on the wing. I'm just saying. Like we, maybe... played a, we played a whole different formation we brought him in last week. It was really weird. Yeah, but he's played for how many like how many games now? And like he hasn't really made that big of an impact. I mean, when I you come know. in for 20 minutes... And everybody's yeah. tired. Everyone else is gassed. Yeah. They're not going to be making the runs with you. I don't know. Maybe the uh, in practice, like, he's just not that good. Like, he just doesn't really show anything in practice. So the coach is like, well... That maybe would be, they That just... would be so trash if we spent that much on the guy who just sucks. He's maybe just they like just know the good. system is going to be Vazquez is our, our guy, and Brenner comes in for him. And that's just what they're planning. I mean, Vasquez is netting goals. Maybe they're like, hey, everyone else is going to be tired. We'll sub in Brenner, play against, you know, tired defenders. Hasn't worked for him yet, though. That's I say sure. no, nothing. We're not winning, and we look bad. And the teams we're beating are horrible. Miami's terrible. Yeah, I mean, I don't think we can compete with some of the better teams, for sure. Like, if the Galaxy... We play or Atlanta the, uh, next. LAFC came and played... Be tough. We would get smoked like ten one maybe ten nothing. I think we go to Atlanta and then LAFC comes to Cincy. Yikes! Those are gonna be two tough. Those are gonna be back reality back. checks. Back to back four or five goalers that we let up. That's gonna be where you find out if this team can hang with with people, which I think is gonna be tough because we were just singing their praises after a couple wins. I'm just excited to have two wins. I didn't think we could hang with people, per se. We'll have to see. But, yeah. We I mean, can't, it, Montreal put it on us, so I, don't, I expect those teams to as well. What a bummer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, All so right. we're at Atlanta, oh. and then FC oh. comes. Yep. Shoot. Sorry. No, that's fine. That just just con- confirming. Yeah, confirming our demise. Our so I literally just losses. talked into existence, maybe? If we play them at home, we're losing 10-1, 10-0. Oh, dude. If we lose that, if it's 5 nothing at halftime, I'm Put leaving. something on the, you gotta do something if they lose 10 nothing. Like, dude, I don't, what are you gonna do? Like, eat 10 cheeseburgers or something? <laughs> like, 10 nothing. Ugh. And if that happened, dude... Yeah, if they the put up a 10-burger on us, I'll do 10-burgers. They'll be sliders, but I'll do 10-burgers. The worst part was... We'd have to sit there and watch it, because they'd be like, we'd be like, oh my god, dude, like they got five goals in half, like this is, this could happen. And they have six and seven, and we'd be like, we have to stay because there's an get, own goal in there. Because what happens if they get ten? Definitely a couple PKs. Yeah, we give up a lot. Of, we have a lot of PKs in general in our stadium. I feel like, mm-hmm. like they're quick to call that PK, and then they can't overturn it with VAR at times. So mm-hmm. yeah. It's Alright, I'm warmed up. Yep, me too, Doge. Oh yeah. Alright, let's move on, boys. To our fresh first. Tiger Woods is back, baby. Mm. It's Masters Week. 
We couldn't have dreamed of this. This is amazing. <clears throat> he's coming back. He officially said today he feels like he can win the Masters. That's why he's playing. Just classic Tiger. You know, he wouldn't play if he couldn't win. He's not just going to go out there and sling the stick. So this is great news. We kind of had some rumblings about it, but we weren't really sure. Um, so, I don't know. Doge, what are your thoughts on this? I know you're just excited, just as excited as I am about Tiger being back. I'm thrilled. When they were talking about him <clears throat> being at Augusta last week, I knew that he was oiling up the gears. Yep. He was getting ready for it. He's getting his body used to walk in the course. Mm-hmm. He knows this course like the back of his hand. He has the best overall career score at the Masters. I think he's shot like 106 under over in his career. He's got the best average score per round of anybody that's played 50 rounds or more at the Masters. He owns Augusta. And he got there a week early to check it out. He's been there this week. Fred Couples came out in the news today saying that he was training on the range with him, saw him swinging, and he said, man, Tiger looks really good. He looks incredible. Justin Thomas was training with them. Their boys. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, they're they're singing his praises. So I mean, it's. Do you see his swing? It's really cool to see. Yeah. Looks good. Looks good. Those are the clips from this year. The eye test. I saw clips. I thought those were from a different year. Oh, he was he was just out on Monday. He was drawing it Sunday looked... crowds to his practice I saw that. session. You yeah. saw the pictures. I saw the pictures of that. Yeah. Okay. He That's looks exciting. he looks good. Yeah. It's it's really fun. He's gonna get another practice session in tomorrow, Wednesday. A little nine holes in. He was still saying a game time decision technically, but he was saying, you know, as of right now I'm yeah, right I'm planning on playing. He has a tee time set. So he's in there. He's in the field right now. Let's go. I would love to see him play. And I, I wanna see him do really well. Hell, I wanna see him I wanna see him win. Yeah, for sure. I'm pulling, I'm pulling for him. Absolutely. No doubt. This no is... doubt. If Tiger wins the Masters, what a I don't weekend! Even, I don't even know. Like, oh my gosh, that would be so exciting. Like, I was gonna watch the Masters. It's the Masters, but now I might have to like watch. All right, Masters. When is Tiger on? Like, let's tune yes. in. I'm putting it on something. Like, I'm watching it. I don't care what I'm doing. Like, I need to be. My gosh, his facial expressions are great too. Like oh, yeah. I, that's why like part of watching was so great because like he'll, you know, have some sort of reaction or you know you'll hear the audio clip of him going ah shit, like, you know what I mean or something like where <laughs> he's, like, he's like he's like ah oh, it's drawing 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 oh my god like I don't know so like <laughs> just the way his thought process of what he, you know same way that you do with yourself you know what I mean when you hit a ball and you're Talk like ah Dylan yeah. Dylan you weren't sp- oh my gosh you weren't supposed to so I don't know that's that's definitely part of the draw and uh, I also hope he wins I mean for record's sake I mean just another goat that we've seen in our like upbringing I freaking love Tiger Woods dude I Me absolutely too. love Tiger Woods like this is great news yes and I just want to point out if Tiger Woods wins, then 2022 is on pace, just to be one of the most incredible years we've ever had. Let me point out some few highlights so far, Doge, for What's you. If highlight you it. Mind. 
The Georgia Bulldogs take down Big Bad Bama in the national championship. What a great way to kick off the year. Bengals, while they didn't win, they at least went to the Super Bowl. Funnest Bengals season we ever had. Playoff wins were involved in this year. That's yeah. incredible. The streak has been broken. <clears throat> KG gets his jersey retired in Boston. Incredible moment. Not as much for you guys, but got to put it on the list. The Bengals spend an offensive line. Does we have to talk about that? That's incredible. Still, slight aside there for Browns people. We trade for Deshaun Watson. Incredible news. Like we have a quarterback. Tom Brady retires. And Tom Brady then retires, unretires. unretires. He's like, I'm, I'm back, boys. Don't worry. Big Ben retires. I mean, you're right. That should be on the list. Big Ben is retired. Like, let's put that on the As list. As an AFC North. Duke and North Carolina played for the first time in March Madness and happened to be in the Final Four. And it just so happened to be Coach K's last game, which he happened to lose in his final retirement tour, which, by the way, he mentioned in his interview, by the way, this is not about me, it's about the kids, even though it was totally about him. Which is awesome. So that's incredible. And then now you're telling me, immediately following that, Tiger's like, hey, by the way, folks, I'm back, and I'm feeling great. If he wins, let's go. 2022, come on. Let's get a little rapid fire there. I'd love a good rapid fire there. Like you said, T, and the way that Tiger put it, you know, I'm I'm not going to play if I didn't think I could win. And he knows what it takes to win. And he knows that he's at that level to where he can, and that's just awesome. It's yeah. It's like we were like in the winter, we're like oh man, it'd be kind of cool if Tiger could play. Like, and if he did play, he like probably wouldn't be any good. But to hear other people saying he looks really good, and then him to be like, oh, I'm like I'm trying to win this bad boy. It's just so exciting. Like yes, it's so exciting. It's not as like. Not as exciting as Tom Brady coming back, but it's similarly exciting because like, oh shoot, we got like now Brady's back for another run. Like that is see, exciting. I think it's different because golf is less frequent. I feel like you know what I mean. That you only get to see so often, so like that's why I feel like it's more than like Tom because like Tom's been doing it for right a long time, like Tiger. But I just I don't know, maybe it's just because I have not watched as much golf, but I have not I seen as much to- like uh, Tiger as as Tom. I also think, too, like, I don't know, like, Tom is, like, he plays more, he's been playing, like, more, he's had more championships, but, like, I kind of knew he was coming back, you know what I mean? Like, we all, like, I figured he was going to come back and play. Like, it wasn't as, like, it just didn't feel big like of a surprise. Like, yeah. I didn't even think well, Tiger, like, I didn't even have, like, had no idea when Tiger was going to play golf this year, let so alone have like a, a chance mental, to play at the mental Masters. versus so like, physical thing. Like, physically, we didn't think Tiger would be back. Right. Correct. Like Tom was like a mental like. There were some people who were like Tiger might not even play ever again. Like I didn't. I wasn't in that boat per se. uh, Career ending. And so then then it's like oh he's coming back for the Masters maybe he's just coming back to like hit the ball around have some fun. Like now he's like no no no, I'm back and I'm ready to go and I'm like gonna try to win this thing. Whereas like if Tom Brady was retired and didn't come back I'd be like all right that's like. Not that surprising. He had an incredible year. He went out on like kind of on top, pat leading in passing yards. It's breaking all the records. I get it, but I don't know. I just figured he was coming back. Don't tell him. Just knowing him, so yeah, I wasn't, I wasn't as surprised. So that's why it's a little bit bigger for me personally. Because Tom's wasn't an injury, right? And Tiger's is. We had, like you guys said, no idea really when he was going to come back, 
And the crazy thing about golf is that with these majors being spread out across the year, this is like a conference championship, if not the Super Bowl, at like right week three. Right. And it's like Tiger just is ready to play. And that's shocking because I thought he would, you know, maybe play in a handful of events sprinkled in there. Later in the just, year. Yeah, and, and maybe he'll do okay, but he's back and getting paychecks and, and you know, catching some rounds. But he's ready to go. And so just exciting. a tradition unlike any other, the Masters. Oh, my gosh. Well so said, Dave. Um, any, any other Masters talk before we move on? I'm just so excited for it. It's a great time of the year. I think we mastered it. DJ, always looking hot, I believe. One of the favorites. No, John Rahm's favorite right now. Excuse me. Scotty Scheffler's <clears throat> been playing really well recently. Um, keep an eye out for him. He just snagged number one overall. Okay. So, Scotty Scheffler? Scotty Scheffler, yep. Mm. He's so, coming out. He's been playing really well recently, which, um, you know, sometimes is a curse going into the Masters. Sometimes the yeah. guy that's hot just struggles. Oh, yeah. Um. But Scotty Scheffler's been in the talk in a lot of different Masters tournaments, especially, you know, going into the weekend, having some low rounds early, so that could be something that keeps him in the talks, too. Doge, you know I'm a pretty superstitious guy when it comes to sports. Still, you as well. Mm -hmm. You're at least a little stitious. I would say I'm super. Do you think that Bryson DeChambeau... Mm had some real serious issues with the golf gods by filming Amen Corner with Dude Perfect and making videos because that's supposed to be a, hey, no cameras allowed place. And they specifically brought cameras there and filmed a little... The Masters? Yeah. Mm. Like, I'm I'm almost like, watch for Bryson not to make the cut with that. Like, golf gods aren't going to mess around with that. And he's already flirting with disaster because he was playing poorly this past weekend. And in the Valero. Correct me if I'm wrong, as I don't follow golf that much, but this is the tournament that I do follow. Bryson doesn't do well here either. So it's like, what the hell is he's the guy you're recording for? He's just Mr. I got big, long, dong shots. Good for him. Yes, he's Mr. Long Drive guy. He's like John Daly, but But less lovable. Not cool. Yeah. Not cool, <laughs> but doesn't drink maybe better way to say. Like, not that. Not what that um? It's cool, but John Daly definitely party. I don't know if Bryson. I think Bryson's just got to get rid of the stupid hat. Hundred percent. That's a big factor. If he burns the hat, then he might get rid of the the hats yeah. that he just the brought, brought on himself. Yeah. I yeah. think nothing can help him this weekend, but the hat could maybe get him a different major. Like he might make the cut. Yeah, you're right. He can make the cut. <laughs> that's what if he sacrifices rewarded. his hat. I just have to put, like, Tiger's also Hilarious. back. So, like, that's even more, like, that's the golf gods really giving it to him as well. Being like, hey, Bryson, we're bringing a real contestant here. Like, <laughs> you think your long drives and dude perfect little frisbee shots? No. This is Amen Corner, guy. I just can't believe they were throwing frisbee golf discs out there. Because those things are heavy. They leave little marks in the ground. Like, that is sacred ground. It's a fucking it's golf course. It's literally called Amen it's, Corner. It's a fucking golf course. This, this is not for disc golf. You get those out of here. I, it just... 
What, like a week before the tournament? Two weeks before whatever That's what they, I'm saying. When they right. filmed it? Like, yeah. Get the fuck out of here with this. Excuse me, Mrs. Wagner. <laughs> Just, uh Frustrating. These people. Yep. Anything for a good TikTok, boys. You know what I mean? Content. For the gram. For the talk. He's like going full juju on him. Mm. Look how that turned out. Exactly. Not well. Not well. Mm. You've been warned, Bryson. That's all I have to say. You've been warned. Sacrifice the hat. Come on. I don't even think that'll help, but I. it's a good first start. I just I want mean. him to. Yeah, it's it's for his own sake. And should be helping. People would like him more, for sure. That, yeah. hat, that hat pisses people off. It looks so silly on his head, dude. Yeah. It looks... Like, how do I root for that guy? You know what I mean? Yeah, he would gain he a looks lot of points. Ridiculous. He would gain a lot of points in my book if he... I feel like he wears that it. hat to make himself look bigger. Like, I don't know, like... Or, like, different. Or, like, like I don't know, like, he's like, Or maybe oh. he just really likes the Peaky Blinders. That would be make it a lot worse to me. Not that that's uh. a bad show, but, like, if that's, like, I just like the Peaky Blinders, so I'll look like... It's like, it's like what? <laughs> yeah, like, what do you mean? Like, did they play I golf? Get, no. Do a little Halloween action with them, you know what I mean? Maybe do a costume party. Do there little, you go. Or maybe he's up, just like getting into maybe he's just getting into his Halloween character like Aaron Rodgers has been for the last two years. He's like, Oh, I'm growing the hair out for my Halloween costume. Right. And then he didn't cut it after Halloween. Right. That maybe that's just Bryson with the hat. Could be. You're right. Wow. Just one day he just puts it on. He's like, I'm never coming off. <laughs> I hate it. <laughs> I hate it so much. Oh, Alright. Let's move on here. Okay. Masters is going to be great. Sure. Second quarter. We got to start before we get to the final game of the March Madness tournament. We have to start with UNC taking down Coach K and Duke there. And what an incredible game it was. One of the very few times where you sit around and for an entire week, everybody is talking about this one thing. Every sports thing you turn on, every podcast. Every little person that's got something to say, every like pundit on Twitter or you know Instagram has got, hey, don't forget, North Carolina Duke, first time I've ever met in the tournament. It's going to be a crazy game. Coach K could have his last game here. North Carolina beat him super bad. It was his last home game. Like, there are so many storylines around this game that it's very hard for the game to actually like live up to that moment. And holy cow, did this game do that, at least in my opinion. I'll, you guys... I have the floor in a second, but my goodness, what a great game. What a great game from Duke. What a great game from North Carolina. I'll break it down more here in a minute, but what did you guys think of this game? What were your thoughts still on just Duke versus UNC and just being like the hype around it and, you know, all of the, the game in general, etc. The yeah. rivalry, 15-50 tied. Oh, man. Coach K going out. Hubert Davis is his first year. Forgot to mention that. Right. Yeah, I mean, like, it's crazy. Um, Five NBA first-round picks to maybe none. Right. Caleb Love might. Yeah, I mean, after the way he uh, performed in the tournament, for sure. But um, I don't know. I just feel like it was something that I really thought Duke was going to somehow win. Yeah. You know what I mean? And they just didn't. They couldn't make a shot at the end. And uh, it was just wild how... Back and forth it was, um, but uh, it was just. I wanted Duke to go on. Like I wanted that. 
happen. Like get Coach K in there. You know what I mean? Get him this in there. This is perfect. Perfect ending, man. I thought that was probably the best college basketball game I've watched in years, if not ever. That one Villanova buzzer beater shot one where, on North Carolina. Yeah, that was a good one. That's the one I th- I'd say is probably up there, like one of the best ones for me. But this one was right up there, dude. This game was just the most back-and-forth game the entire time. There were 18 lead changes throughout the game. It was Duke came down the floor, they hit a three. Tar Heels bring the ball back up the floor, they hit a three. Mm -hmm. Duke comes down, bucket inside. Tar Heels come down, bucket inside. Three, bucket inside. It was just back-and-forth and 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 back-and-forth. And for these two powerhouse programs to be going off arch rivals in the final four there probably were a bunch of people (laughs) that had no idea kansas was playing villanova the Mm -hmm. same day right like that game was the (laughs) game that day and it was incredible to watch and just yeah awesome and i was happy with the result too i really wanted north carolina to win that i like hubert davis a lot roy williams being in the stands just almost felt like it was kind of like that was like his last moment like where he can go off into the sunset he's like all right i left you boys in good hands like hubert's got you like i'm out go get him that's right that's right i i mean it was really cool every time they cut to him on the sidelines or in the stands i should say not on the sidelines but sure the fake oh i might sneeze here hold on uh oh the like mini but like fake, fake handshake that Coach K and Hubert Davis had was awesome. Um, Tracy Wolfson like thanking Coach K for all he done for college basketball and him like just immediately being like yeah you're welcome you're all welcome which is I mean wow, I'm yeah. saying you're welcome I was gonna bring that up how else are you gonna funny. respond but I mean it's just super funny. Um, <laughs> before <laughs> this game. You could have told me Paolo Bancaro got to take him number one, and I'd have been, I wouldn't have been like, dude, you're to- like, there's nothing I can say. Like, you're probably right. He's really good. He was nowhere to be found at the end of this game, and that was concerning to me for his, like, now I don't know if I'm taking him for sure number one or two or three, whatever. I might, I'm putting him in one of those three spots probably, but it was a much more certainty that he's gonna be one or two. Now I'm not sure, but. He's still an incredible prospect, but that was interesting to see. It just seemed like North Carolina just had like a, a scrappy team. Like mm-hmm. they didn't have a bunch of like big namers or like big bucket getters. I mean Brady Manic obviously he's just big with the hair and the beard and shoots, but I don't know. It was it was interesting to see them the two different kind of styles uh play each other. So Absolutely. And it's kind of the, you know, the one-and-done young stars versus, like, you know, the Brady Manics of the world that, you yeah, know, been around transfer, college. injury, you know, comes back, plays for a different team, makes it deep, you know, gets hot at the right time. They were an eight seed, you know. It wasn't right. like they were doing this all year. They got hot at the right time. And I think beating Duke right at the end of the season really bumped up that momentum into the tournament. Like, yeah, we can beat anybody. We just beat this team, like, in their home court on a huge night for them. And we just took them down. Like, we can beat anybody. And they took that mentality into the tournament, and you could tell. They they were ready to take heads off. 
Oh, yeah. I mean, it's just an all-time, you have it in your pocket. Like, if you've got the rivalry, you ever, like, arguing with another guy, you just do. I mean, we just took out Coach K with Hubert yeah. Davis. So, no big deal. Um, <clears throat> okay. Enough of that game. Coach K, special pour now segment. Super great coach. Face of college basketball, or, you know, one of the big faces. Uh, you know, a staple of basketball in general. USA basketball as well, so yep, massive shout out. But it'll, I'm very happy with how the f- final uh, reunion tour, excuse me, not reunion tour, the farewell tour for Coach K ended. So same. Let's then talk about here Kansas beating North Carolina here for Bill Seltz' second title in 19 years, which is pretty impressive there. Uh, for Kansas. Last time he won 2008 there. Um, Kansas being down 15 at half, seemingly making that up within a few minutes was very impressive. Incredible to see. What a great comeback from them. I believe it was a 30-10 to 10 run to start the second half, which is, oh my gosh, like, what a great start. Um... Just a great game. UNC just, I don't know, from my point of view, it seemed like they just weren't hitting their shots. So, uh, Doge, what do you think of this game or the final match, the national championship here? It, <clears throat> and I know this has been said in other places, so it's not some unique take, but it, it really did seem like that Duke game yeah. was the national championship for North Carolina. Yep. We're playing our arch rival in the final four. We're going to send Coach K walking. You know, this was their championship game. And I feel like it's tough to switch your mentality to one more game of an opponent that you don't see this regularly, you know, for the championship. I think if North Carolina had to play Kansas in the Final Four and then Duke was the their national championship game, you could be seeing the Tar Heels hoisting that trophy. But I feel like mentality, Kansas had North Carolina beat in that game because they were so spent after that Duke matchup, I think. Caleb Love didn't have the same spark. We saw two games with him, his game against UCLA particularly, and his game against Duke where slow first halves, and then he absolutely goes berserk in the second half. You didn't have that same performance from him. He was a lot more cold in this game against Kansas, and when they didn't have that spark to ignite them in the second half, it is tough to turn that that car around when Kansas gets that momentum right out the gate. And McCormick could do whatever he wanted inside. Yeah. It seemed like almost every player on Kansas was bigger than the person on UNC, so they had to work really hard on defense to cover them. Mm-hmm. And that, along with like that being like, that's a quick turnaround, being the Saturday to Monday, and that's like the biggest game of the year. So like, And a lot of people are saying that Hubert Davis only played like, you know, so many people, but, I mean, you got to do what you got to do in the championship, and... Oh, without a doubt. They're prepared for that. So, but, yeah, I mean, that, that could have been a factor, too. They had their high minutes in both games. But those guys are, it's they're young college dudes. I think they'd be all right, I think. But you never know. But, yeah, it just seemed like Kansas had an answer, and, and North Carolina went cold. And uh, McCormick was just a beast down there. I was actually surprised he didn't have more points because I, mm-hmm. I felt like he really had a big game. But Baycott did a real nice job keeping him, you know, uh, you know, at only 15 points, and 
they got him 15 and 15, just incredible. I, he just gets rebounds all day long. It's it's it really, was wild. It's bizarre. It's bonkers. Like a lot of offensive rebounds too. Yeah, like, it was really just, a shame that he was on his injured ankle and then re-rolled it. Yeah, yeah, that was a real bummer. That was tough. I mean, he definitely was you know a driving factor in a lot of the heart of that team. I feel like, and uh, yeah, for him to go down again after having just rolled that same ankle on Saturday, that was tough. Yeah. To see, um, but yeah, I mean it was a great game regardless. I mean it came down to the wire still. It, it was yeah, very good game. Dill, what did you think of Kansas taking down? Well, USC? UNC came out after Kansas made a little bit of a run, and then they just kind of dominated the first half, and it was like okay, like Kansas like didn't wake up today, you know what I mean? And then yeah. All I was saying is, like, you know, Kansas just needs to get to half as least amount of points down as possible at this point. Like, just get to half. And then they came out and just dominated in the first, like, five minutes. And it was, like, already within a 10-point game. And it was like, okay, like, yeah, like, there was, like, 15 minutes ago, maybe even longer. And, uh, you know, it's, like, an eight-point game. It's like, okay, like... Four minutes out of half, like, we're fine. You know what I mean? Like, this is a good national championship game. It's not going to be, like, a 20, 30, maybe even more blowout. blowout. Like, so, it was it was cool to see uh, Bill, you know, self-made. Self-made. <laughs> note, to, note to self. Note to self. Those jokes are so terrible. Um, He's self-employed. Yeah. Dude, that Remy Martin guy, has. he seemed to have a lot of energy for them. He was the second half wonder. Yeah, he didn't really have anything going in the first half, but he definitely had some he good had corner least, threes, yeah, right? Some big threes, yeah, and three, uh, three some other corners. stuff going on too. Yeah. A lot of points, a lot I of action. I think he finished the game for like shooting four for four, like he made four straight to yeah. end it. Crazy, I believe that. Um, they played well at the end. I mean, like they in the second half, like they played really well. They outscored him forty-seven to twenty-nine in the second half, so it's like it's a pretty good half. Mm-hmm. You know well, who's the kid? There's one kid on Kansas who's like, I just need to look up his name. But he's like, man, thank gosh we won. The kid that stepped out or whatever, because like that could have changed the game. Oh was, yeah. And the, but whatever for whatever reason. When there were four seconds left and he stepped out on the inbounds. Yeah. Well, there's like three point like, two. That was like I was that was like that moment I was like, holy shit! North Carolina is the team of destiny. They have to win this now. Like you and don't you don't get this opportunity. They added like over a again. second too, so the one yeah. from like three point two to like four point three or something like and that. And then Caleb like, Love. It was like, oh, you have plenty of time to get a shot off. Caleb Love, who I've made a massive shot in the other game, but it seemed like he just didn't have the legs for it. Took a monster deep shot, and it was just like clank city, and that's it. And it's like, man, you guys could have worked something in, like you know. Well, Manic was making a run towards yeah, the corner like, and was yeah. stumbling. He like so true. he never. So the play could have been to get him open in the corner, which he would have had a pretty good look. Yeah, but he might was have just been never up. Might have went ball. to love to manic, and yeah, you're right. But either way, that Kansas guy is like, oh my god, I'm, he's probably the happiest dude ever. He was saved, that's for sure. Also, speaking because like uh, how basic is that? Like stay in bounds and you win the fucking game. Mm-hmm. Excuse me, Mrs. Wagner. How about uh, Manic just getting drilled in the face like multiple times, dude? Smoked. I can't believe he kept playing. Smoked. That guy has to be like had to be concussed after that first elbow. That was a that UFC was a, bow to the face. That was and McCormick you know is about? not a small person, dude. Dude, 
unreal. And then he hit, like, he whiffed on a couple threes, and then he shot one from the same area, he just missed one, hit that one, and then he hit, came back and hit another one in the second half, so it's like, maybe that was in the first half, but, uh, sometime in the game. Let's get the That's accurate, half, yeah. It was in the game. I know that. It was in the game, yes. Um, no, but, yeah, like you said, Dill shouts out to Bill Self, self-made man. Um, second, second championship in 19 years for Kansas there. True blue blood. He. It's funny because a lot, of, a lot of the things I've been hearing on other pods and shows, last little note here is like, this is probably one of the like weakest Kansas teams he's ever had. Like, if you think a lot of the old teams that he's had, I think would have really smoked this team, or like the Joel Embiid Wiggins team would have killed this team. I feel like, yes, and the Morris brothers too. Like those guys are really good. So and like not that these guys were bad, but these guys are just a good team, and it like the way that they matched up with other teams worked out much better too. So uh, I don't know. Just interesting to think about that as well. It's like this pride. They might not have any first rounders on this Kansas team either. Well, Obaji probably be first round. But they might not have too many lottery picks. Whereas he said mm-hmm. other times where he said two or three on the same team. Mm-hmm. So, but the storyline that a lot of people are playing now is that Kansas going into twenty twenty. I mean, we're two years oh, removed yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. But they were the number one overall seed, favored to win that tournament, and then COVID hit, and that tournament was never played. Yeah. So they're saying, you know, is this the redemption for yeah. having missed that? I know that there's been a tournament since then, but still. Yeah, no, still the, the basketball gods still even them out, though, you know. We like it. We'll take it. It's the very next season after that. Right, right. Right. You know? right. It just takes a year to sit, you know, settle in. Yeah. It was kind of the first normal year, because even the 2021 yeah. tournament the year, fans, like, you right. know, a lot of people were playing empty arenas going all the way through that, right. so. Yeah, first one with fans. They let the rock chalkers get it. Mm-hmm. That's exciting. Well, let's rock chalk on into halftime here. Um, Doge. Oh, we got you here. Can you tell us where we can find some clubhouse-specific social media stuff? Yes, sir. We are on Facebook. It's the clubhouse. Mm-hmm. Twitter and Instagram are clubhouse underscore tcsn. Clubhouse underscore TCSN for the Cheap Seats Network. Sure. Shoot us a follow. Yes. Subscribe. Like. Share. All the above. Share. All the above. Rate. Review. Yes. Comment. Yes. Retweet. Buy merch. Print it out. Put it on your fridge. Ooh. Old school style. Yes. Magnet. Maybe print a flyer out. Put it out on a... On a street post if you yeah. wouldn't mind please drink out of the koozies Shh, get yourself a koozie. speaking of <clears throat> Dill where can we find the cheap seeds the network? cheap seeds network <laughs> on facebook go ahead and type that in the cheap seats network mm-hmm. right yep cool. cool then on twitter yep yep at the Underscore cheap. Big Elon. Underscore seats. But, if you don't know, we always guess. That's probably why he invested. What the SN stands for. I'm just talking that. 
Elon's big on Twitter now, probably because he knows he can guess the SN. Mm. It'd be crazy if someone ever gets it Ugh, yeah. without looking and like knowing it. Right. Well, because yeah. Without cheating. No sure. cheating. I don't think we've had any scandals going on. No. No performance enhancing. <laughs> scandals. Moves. Some pems. What you guys got? Hmm. Oh. Sweet Naismith. Sure. Mm. Okay. I had that and crossed it out. Oh. Maybe next week. I'm gonna go with. Is that what you had, T? Nope. <laughs> I'm sorry to take yours. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go with <clears throat> sunk NBA Lakers. <laughs> sure, <laughs> sure. They're, they're not slumping anymore. They've fully sunk. Sure. Oh boy. No. NBA no. Lakers. <laughs> you just saying like that? It's high today. No, it's NBA just uh, stands for a uh, Sharknado. Shark, the cheap Sharknado. No. <clears throat> Those can't be cheap. So I mean, if you're getting one for cheap, that's a good deal. So I have to get. That's all I have to say to the fans. Sharknado's big money. There's money to be made in Sharknado. Yeah. A lot of money. Three movies worth, I believe. So I think there's even more. There probably are. I think there's there's a lot. I think there's. You can go all the way up to ten at least. I was gonna say there's maybe five or six. They might have a full saga. They should. Saga NATO. Could be the next one. <laughs> I didn't cross that one off. Those movies are ridiculous. I haven't thought about those things in a long time. It's amazing because it's like the sharks in those movies are like a part of the tornado that's actively trying to ruin things. Whereas like it'd probably be like they'd all be in shock and dead. Like they wouldn't be like actively flying around and be like <laughs> like biting stuff yeah. like in the air like they'd be like it's like they're all they'd in. be just like us be like oh shit I'm in a tornado like <laughs> what is going on right now like, yeah it's almost crazy. like it's almost like the sharks and the tornado got together they're like yeah. and they were like alright there's this town and we're gonna go mess with some stuff and then they they just all get together tornado picks them up and then they just send it yeah they're like hey, this time of year there's almost always a little typhoon tornado a little hurricane action let's all gather up yeah. Let's get sucked up. Let's be a part of that. And let's just go eat people. Yeah. I've heard of... That's what it sounds like. It's like a shark hive mind. Yes. I've heard of my uncles talking about this in the other areas, so, you know, we got to try it out here, guys. Oh, yeah. The yeah. old shark. Yeah, the old shark. Sharks. Shark, shark uncles. uncles. Yeah. And they're all different types yeah. of sharks, too. Yeah. Got your hammerheads. Your great wives. <laughs> that's probably... I'll say... Those movies, I've never laughed so hard when that chick dives into the shark that's, like, coming at them with the chainsaw and, like, comes out with, like, the person that got swallowed, like, 40, 50 minutes earlier in the show. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? It's 
Spoiler alert, sorry. Everybody knows about the slow digestive tracts of sharks. You know? <laughs> right. you got to know your anatomy of the shark before you go into these movies. And we all know sharks swallow it. stuff whole. They don't chew or bite at all. No. Like, he just, he just like, yunk. <laughs> like, oh, You've got a shark this big, he's just going to, yeah, it's like, you know, he's taking his vitamins. It's yeah, just like correct. a little, big, big pill for him. Big shark guy, yeah. Oh, boy. That's incredible. All right, let's move on to the third quarter here. Yeah. We got some NBA playoff predictions. We've got less than five games to go. Who do you guys have as the best chance to advance out of the play-in tournament, and who do you have in your conference finals predictions? I'll just run through the standings real quick right now. Uh, I'm not going to give records, but I have them up there for your reference. I'll just mention the top records. Um, we've got the Suns, 62-16. and 16. Let me mention you, by the way. What is that for? What? What's that face for? Oh, is he? Yeah. Yeah, that's all right. I mean, we'll see. Uh, <laughs> the Grizzlies are the sure. two seed, Warriors three, Mavs four, Nuggets five, the Jazz are the sixth, T-Wolves seven, Clippers eight, Pelicans nine, Spurs ten. That's right, Spurs ten, not the Lakers, the Spurs. The Heat are the one seed on the other side, 51-28, and 28, so massive lead for the Suns over there in terms of who will have home court advantage in the finals if the Suns were to make it, if it just went chalk. Celtics are two right now, but they're tied, or they're half a game ahead of the Bucks, who are 48-30, and 30, and they're giving it to the uh, Chicago Bulls right now, so that will likely be an even there, but I think the Celtics have the tiebreaker. So Bucks are three, 76ers are four, Bulls are five, Raptors are six, Cavs are seven, Hawks are eight, Hornets are nine, Nets are ten. So, our playing games would go like this. The T-Wolves would be playing the Clippers for the seven seed, between the seven and the eight there, and the Pelicans would be playing the Spurs. The loser of the Clippers-T-Wolves will play the winner of Pelicans-Spurs, which will be interesting to see. Who do you guys have coming out of the playing game on the west side? Dill, I'll start with you. All right, so I feel like the Clippers would win that game. So they would be in. Okay, Clippers are in at the 7. Okay. And then I think that the Spurs would beat the Pellies. And it would be Spurs, uh, two wolves, right, for the 8. And I think, that, yes. I, I think that Timberwolves would get the 8 and okay. play the Suns in the first round. So basically you think it's just going to flip-flop, but the Clippers are going to move up. The Timberwolves are still going to make it there. Yeah. Okay. Doge, what about you for the west side here? West side? I've got it <clears throat> Sure. kind of flip-flopped, but still winding up with the same teams in. Okay. I have the T-Wolves beating the Clippers, the Pelicans beating the Spurs, but then the Clippers playing the Pelicans and beating them. So the T Wolves and the Pelican or T Wolves and the Clippers, sorry, still being in. But they're but I have seven. The T Wolves getting seven, Clippers getting eight. Sure. Okay. So you have it going as is. As is. Yep. Spurs okay. are beating the Nuggets mm-hmm. by fourteen right now. Sure. I am wow. going to dream a little dream here, if you don't mm-hmm. mind. Go on. And I'm going to hope that one. One of these dreams is much more realistic. It might be like more of like a days off, but the other one is like a full blown. I'm in REM. I'm dreaming. Possible. Well, okay. Let's hear it. 
I would love to see Kawhi Leonard return for the Clippers. There's some rumblings about that. Whoa. Yeah. That changes a lot for the playoffs in general. It does. Like, I've heard if they think that they have a good shot to win the finals, potentially he's going to come back. So maybe he'll come back for the play-in to win so they can go up against the Grizzlies instead of going up against the Suns if they lose that game. So I'm wishful thinking that Kawhi Leonard will be available for that game because he wants to win it. And then they're going to just roll the Timberwolves because Kawhi Leonard is... That'd be crazy if that's his first game it's, back. He plays... It'll it'll be one of the wildest stat years you'll ever see with no regular season games and just playoff stats. And they, they could be great playoff stats. Like, he might just get 30 points. Like, who, who, who knows? So I've got the Clippers in the seven. I'm going to dream another little dream that might be a deeper dream here. That a certain Jordan athlete... Mr. Zion Williamson would come back and play. I doubt it. But get himself just a little love there in the playoff round, play in the playing game, beat the Spurs, and then beat the Timberwolves, and then be in the playoffs, and Zion's back for the playoffs. Because wow. I think if he comes back, then they could beat all of those teams. Wow. But I don't think that one's realistic. The Kawhi one, I'm telling you, I'm hearing is very realistic. Uh, we'll see. But... Either way, those are both exciting. So I've got the Clippers at the 7, the Pelicans at the 8, but if the Pelicans don't bring Zion back, then I'm with um, you, Dill, that just flip-flop them. Timberwolves at the 8 there. Shouts out to Pop, though, making the playoffs still, even though it's a little extended playoffs. He's still not going out. Tanking, I love it. East side, we've got the Cavs versus the Hawks. And then the Hornets will play, and Hornets and the Nets will play the loser of the Cavs and the Hawks. So, Dill, we'll have you go first as a Cavs guy. What do you got here? Like, are we going to be healthy for this, we're thinking? I don't know. I I hope we are. <laughs> if we are, I mean, we can win. If we aren't, I mean, just like these other teams. Are you nervous of the ice tray? Like, just... We just played him, and like he went off for like thirty something, I, I believe, and we lost by like a good amount. So, yeah, like we just don't have that kind of offense to like keep up with that. You don't have a good guys. guard to defend him, real necessarily either. Yeah. So. Jeezel. Oh man. Grayson Allen getting a little taste of his own medicine. Chicago would say they're probably loving that in there. That's got to be a flagrant, too. Look at him smirking. <laughs> gray hair, is that what I just said? He has gray hair. Grayson Allen has gray hair. Gray, Grayson Allen. Gray, son? Wow. You sure? Dill, so are you thinking we're taking the Hawks down or no? I would say we're losing that game. Mm-hmm. That's nerve-wracking. Yeah. I think you can win that game, but... Especially this is my, at, this at is home, my dream. At home, too. If you, have, if you actually have it at home, that's a real good win for you guys. This is my dream. Yes. If we lose that game, we get J.A. back. Oh, get the guys Gets back. Get the Nets. Yeah, get the old Nets revenge. Get the other guys back, right? For the Nets. And... I mean, if you get J.A. back, you could, be, you could beat the Hawks. If we're the seven, we get both games at home. 
Yeah. Okay, so that would be really fun for them to be like, yo, like, this is our new home. Let's beat you in it. You right. know what I mean? Yes. Even though, like, it would also be, like, great to be like, yo, we just beat you guys on the road. You know what I mean? In your home. It would also be like that, like, yo, this is my place. Check it out. Like, boom, we beat you guys. As a Cavs fan, like, I would have to go to that game. You know what I mean? Like, that would be so sick. That would be a good one. Yeah, for that'd sure. That would be so sick. <clears throat> Um, Doge, what are you thinking over here for the East playing? I think the Cavs win against the Hawks. Wow. I do. Love that. Um, Love that. And I think the Nets take down the Hornets. So I, I think Nets versus Hawks. I think the Nets take that one too. I think KD goes off. If we have no Mobley and no Jared Allen... I am nervous the Cavs will miss the playoffs. It's very possible. Because, first of all, they could beat, beat the Hawks without those guys. But there's just always the possibility of Trey Young going off. He did it for an entire playoff run last year. So like, yes. it's not out of the question by any means. So that's a really tough game. And then, if you thought Trey Young was a problem, there's this guy on the other team that's going to probably advance, Kevin Durant. Who can single-handedly win a playoff series, not just a, a single game. And then Kyrie can do the same thing. It just... I would be nervous if I was a Cavs guy right now. Because you have to win this Hawks game. The Hawks right now, I think, though... If they lose tonight... They, they did, they, against the Raptors. Then they flip with the Hornets, I think. If the Hornets win? Yeah. Or, like, they can still, like, the Nets, the Hawks, and the Hornets can still move around. Yeah. Oh, yeah, well. They can do a little dance. So, Brooklyn's the eight. Brooklyn's the eight now? Yeah. Atlanta's so, the nine. As Charles of right now. 10. So, now it's a lot nicer. You so play Cavs Brooklyn. play the Nets first. Play the Nets first. They're and, coming home right away. Right. And then if you lose that one, which is like, all right, whoop-de-doo, you lost to Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, no shit. Then you'd play the winner of the Hawks Hornets, which then that's not as nerve wracking because you probably have your guys back, but you're also playing at home, and they've also had to play a game that's do or die. I don't know. Better than you than having to play. Playing game's way. crazy. You know what I mean? It's nuts. It's like one game. The like second game though against game. the Nets is not what you want. The no. Nets winning a game and then do having or, another one is like, like have like do or do or die. You know what I mean? Yes, just have it be at the beginning. Get it out of the way. Especially, wow. especially too, the the Nets might not go necessarily as hard in the first game. If they have knowing, a two game buffer, right? Knowing that, like, all right, we can just go ahead and like play the next game at home. He's just scary in the playoffs. He's horrifying. He's unbelievable. Going through the East, unstoppable. I mean, he basically went through the East himself last year. Yeah, I mean, he's oh my god, he's so good. The Caps are not mathematically eliminated from the six, but it's not likely. Right. The Raptors would have to play like booty cheeks the rest of the season. Cavs would have to win out. Yeah. Bulls. The Bulls could, too. They're getting... We whoa. could swap six with the Bulls. Oh, true, because Bulls and Raptors have the same record, huh? And the Bulls are losing right now. Uh, Raptors have one more win, and then Chicago will be one lo- uh, one more loss now. So they're full game back after this. It can, so it can... We've got oh, a little... Okay. The whole East yeah. can move a lot, but... Just... Those four teams are likely going to be in the... 
play, and there might be like the Cavs yeah. might move. We have up, not been playing well. I was gonna say you guys aren't healthy, so it's tough to like think you're gonna bump up. Right, but you never know. Okay, let's go then. Western Conference Finals prediction. Mm-hmm. Doge, we'll go back to you. It's real. It's I. It's tough to put it in on final paper. What was the question? Sorry. Who do you have in your Western Conference Finals? The Lakers and who? <laughs> Yo, if they get in somehow, though. If they get in, they'll lose. They stink. The they Spurs, don't play any Spurs are up huge. So, like, they're LeBron, up big on the Nuggets. I love him, but he can't Will Chamberlain 100 points him. Like, he needs other people to play, and they don't play defense. They don't play any defense. I hate this because I looked at your answer, too, T. Go ahead, Dosh. It's, it's okay. It's the same thing. I, I think. might even change it. This is what I'm going with. You... You do whatever you want. This is even before you said this. I was thinking about changing. So okay. Don't worry. But I do think Suns Warriors in the Western Conference Finals. The Suns are going to be there. I'm almost certain. Yes. Of that. Like I think we can all say that. Yes. That's what a matchup would be. Yeah, because yeah, the Warriors are the three seed, so they would come out of the other side. Because okay. right now I want to say the Mavs, but they're not going to beat the Suns. I don't think. No. No. But yeah, they, they would have to beat the Suns to get there. They're rolling right now, dude. Maybe they could overtake the Warriors for the three. Potentially. But their defense is awesome, and Luka is phenomenal. I don't know why I don't trust the Grizzlies. They're too young, I guess. But they could certainly be in the finals. But, I mean, there's something about Clay, Steph, and Draymond on the court together. Yes. Like, that just is, it's just different. And mm-hmm. that's why I've got those. I've got Suns Warriors right now. Memphis but. is nine and one in their last ten, dude. I also want to say wow. I, these are. I have to have some serious honorable mentions. One seventh straight. Serious honorable mentions. Well, Dill, you give yours first for the West before I give my honorable mentions. I there's no way you pick these teams, but I'm gonna say them after anyway. No, I mean I I want to see the Suns. Yes. And uh, Warriors, like that's what I want to see. So I'm yeah. gonna pick that. I mean, like, that's... Yeah. If the Clippers are fully healthy... I still don't, don't see them. Don't, but just don't count them out. Like, Kawhi and Paul George, you can't count them out. Those guys are too good. Kawhi Leonard alone. And Ty Lue has been, like, proven to, like, make really good adjustments. If the Nuggets get Jamal Murray back, look the fuck out for Jokic and the boys. That's all I have to say as well. I don't think they'll oh, really make that much noise, but... They would have been my wild card team that I was potentially thinking about throwing in there, but Jokic can't do the seven-game series alone, is my thought. So totally. you would have to have a Jamal Murray revival, which is yes. that... What's the timeline even look like for that? Everybody's been saying, like, return for the playoffs possible, but I haven't seen, like... I figured he'd come back and ramp a couple games up. And like right. he hasn't like I don't think they're just gonna fresh rip him in the playoffs. So I think they're they're gonna I don't think he'll year. be back this year. No. I don't think so. They were saying he was going to Maybe the anyway. finals. If they got to the finals or something, maybe. But I don't know. I think he's closer just, than you think, Dill, in terms of that, but I just don't think they're gonna bring him back for Well that's what I'm saying. I, like if they don't think they could win, I don't know why they 
bring him back. So, so if he's not feeling great, then they probably won't. And like they're also like, why would we do that? We could just wait for Michael Porter possibly. Also, the Suns are a wagon. Yeah. Like they're incredible. Cow. They're incredible. It's phenomenal. 16, they've only lost 16 games. They've done this before in the regular season. Not, not like that I particular guess. I guess. organization, you know? Yeah. They Yes, you're correct. They're pretty good. Pretty good. Let's go for the East Finals here, boys. Who you got? Dill? All right, I have to figure out the bracket tree here. Dosh? Or do you need me to? You guys need me to bracket tree? No, I've got one, but it's just wild. Well, I love it. I mean, you're gonna love it, I think, because as it stands now, I've got the Celtics in the Eastern Conference Finals, <clears throat> sitting at the two seed. Yes, sir. Which means the other side. I couldn't pick the other side. It took me forever to pick the other side. Could it be Milwaukee? No, not right now. It would be... Say it, dude. Oh, my God. The eight-seed Brooklyn Nets. Wow. That's not what I thought you were going to say. That's awesome. Yeah. If they're an eight-seed and they play the Heat and they get through that, then they would wind up playing the winner of the four or five. They'll beat the shit out of the Which would be 76ers Bulls right now, as it is. I'm sure that they would. Or 76ers Raptors if this Bulls team drops. Which Sixers, the Nets the would be are, either one of those teams, I think. The six, and the Sixers are beating whoever that team is. Yes. No matter whoever that is. Undoubtedly. Wow. So I could see Celtics at the two seed, Nets at the eight seed being in the Eastern Conference Finals. And I think that's what I would I think that's what I'm gonna predict. Oh, that'd be amazing. Holy cow, that'd be awesome. <clears throat> I've got obviously the Celtics. I think the winner of Bucks versus Celtics, we go into the finals whenever that ends up happening this year and however that shakes out. Because those, I think, are the two best teams in the Eastern Conference right now. Even though the Heat are the number one seed and the team that I have going to the Eastern Conference finals. But yeah, you're right. Those They could just as easily lose to the Nets. They're kind of jacked up right now after Jimmy Butler tried to fight Eric Spolstra. Yeah, that was an insane scene to watch. Wild time. You haven't seen this clip yet? No. I'll show it to you. It's crazy. Oh, man. Okay. It's like Spolstra's like sitting on the bench. Like all the starters are like sitting down like you do like during a timeout. And like Spolstra looks over and you can like, you know, and you know, Dylan, I'm not a good lip reader. <laughs> so for me to be able to verbal, like to be able to see like, do you want to effing fight me? Like, right to Jimmy Butler, and then Jimmy stands up, and then Spolstra walks away, and Udonis Haslam, like, gets in the way, and they almost fight. And Spolstra has to, like, walk back out and grabs a clipboard and, like, smacks it on the ground, like, super loud. Like, throws all these papers everywhere to, like, calm Jimmy down, and then he's like, I'm not going to freaking fight you. And then, like, the refs just, like, call the game, they start it up, and, like, they have to, like, conglomerate back into, like, the bench. And, like, this is a wild scene. Weird. Yes. When was this? The other night? About a week ago. But a week ago, week ago, they lost like four in a row, and of course they beat uh, the Celtics after it because we were missing like everybody. So because mm-hmm. that was right around when the oh. 
Robert Williams. Yes, that was right. It was right before then. Yeah, it was right before even. Um, <clears throat> did you figure out your bracket tree? I've got Cavs, Celtics. All right, here are the teams. So here are the teams. I don't know. I don't know how it's going to happen, but I think that the Nets are dangerous. Yes. I think that Boston is dangerous. Yes. Um, and then I'm torn between if Milwaukee, Toronto are. You know what I mean? But if they play each other in the first round, they're going to knock each other out. So, like, mm-hmm. Toronto was sneaky when they uh, played the Suns on Arizona. They're sneaky. And uh, Scotty, right? Scotty Barnes? Mm-hmm. Scotty. <clears throat> He's out there. Up there, I guess. He's out there. He was yeah. out there in Arizona when I was saw him. You know what I mean? He's not there anymore, though. No, he's up there in Toronto now. <laughs> he's running through the six. With he had balls. a home game against the Hawks tonight, and they won. So, I don't know. I mean, the Bucks. Giannis is just really good. Obviously, they're a championship team. 31 games behind the Suns. Look at that. For the Los Angeles Lakers. Yeah, that's disgusting. That's wild to see. Have the same energy though, guys. Okay, please. Um, but I also think, uh, you know, if Miami is actually this good, I don't know. Are they like playoff four games out of seven in a series? Good. Yeah. Enough? Are they going to be the Heat from last year who got rolled over by the Bucks? Even though I mean, Bucks were not you know NBA champions, but yeah, they were the chip winners. Still, or are they going to be the Heat from the other year who? Bubble Heat. Yeah, the Bubble Heat who went to the finals and then just lost to the Bubble Lakers. Jimmy Butler's just got to make amends and start brewing everybody coffee again. Do you think maybe that was like a planned thing between him and Coach? No. Without no. anyone else listen, knowing? Listen, no. There's and no it was way. like acting? You know? No. Dylan, you haven't seen it. When you watch it, it is not... <laughs> It's, it's not acted, do you think? Udonis has him with the beaten team? the hell out of him if he got to him. I promise you. Like, it was not friendly interactions. Okay. It's really funny, though, to see as well at the same time. <laughs> it's a good watch. It, it really is. It's entertaining. But I don't, think it's, I don't think it's staged at all. We'll see it. We will see it. Um, okay. Well, we'll save our finals predictions for once the... the Playoffs are actually set. Yeah. But that's what we've got right now. Yeah, let's do that. And, uh, <clears throat> yeah, that we don't have to do any more bracketing or, you know, whatever. Bracketing. Figuring out where we got to go. Let's go on to our fourth quarter here. We got some awards we got to give out. Wrapping up the NBA season. There's a couple games left, so maybe these will change, but I doubt it. What we will be giving out here, and let me know if you guys have an award you'd like to add. But we've got Most Valuable Player of the Year, Rookie of the Year, Defensive Player of the Year, Most Improved Player of the Year, Coach of the Year, the Clubhouse Podcast Most Fun to Watch Player of the Year, and the Best Tank of the Year. Uh, if you guys have any other awards you want to add to that list, let me know. But that those are the ones I, I figured we would, would run through here. What are your thoughts? No, I like that. Okay. Let's start off first. This has been... I can't... 
I mean, I'm sure there's been ones in, in the past that have been up to this, but since we've been watching hoops and been consciously watching sports, I would say, unless you were like super tuned in maybe when we were kids, this has been the most heated MVP race we've ever had. And it's been super fun because Joel Embiid has an absolute case to be the MVP. Nikola Jokic absolutely has a case to be the MVP. Statistically, so does Embiid. Giannis also having a case for MVP. At one point, we talked about DeMar DeRozan being MVP. Devin Booker potentially could be MVP if you want to talk about team wins and being consistent. John Morant with team expectations and how we know they've come up this season could also be an MVP candidate. So um, Jason Tatum, not as going to be a solid, but might be on your ballot there. Luka Doncic as well could be on your ballot. But we're only picking one person here. Mm. So who do you guys have? For most valuable player of the year. To me, it's been one guy all year. And it's been tough. And Tatum. some other guys have made. Yeah, it's Jason. It's Marcus Smart. Marcus no. Smart. <clears throat> it's Grant Williams. It's Grant Williams. No. No. It is actually Nikola Jokic. I mean, it's just the stats are out of control. He's like one of the only guys I think that is, I saw that has 2,000 points, 1,000 rebounds, and 500 blocks this season or something like that. Wow. Assists. 500 assists. He also has a defensive one with blocks. It might be Crazy. it might not be 500 then. It's probably 100 or like, or like 80 or something like that. But it's ridiculous. Probably it's, close to 200. He's got to be averaging more than two a game, isn't he, or no? Not quite there. I don't think so. Okay. Maybe he I don't know. I need to look at it. But either way, he's not the guy on defense he used to be. He's... I have an incredible year. His PR is off the charts. So it's Jokic for me, but the other guys make such incredible cases. Giannis is so dominant. He is the Bucks, And then Embiid, all the drama around him and Simmons, and he didn't waver at all once this year. So who do you guys have for MVP? I picked Jokic. I'll play off of that because my my guy I'm going to take is going to be Joel Embiid. Sure. You're such an Embiid guy. (laughs) You had it written all over your face. He's played incredible this year. And even before we started this podcast, when I was looking over at Teach, because I've been following Embiid, not only because of that, but he's also on my fantasy team. Yeah, you're taking on Jokic in the finals, too. Which I'll I'll talk about later. Um but Embiid has been incredible. He had 28 points and seven boards at half this game today. He's been playing awesome, and he's been healthy, which has been so I pleasant to, to see. I forgot to mention that in one of my things. Like back-to-back seasons, Joel Embiid's been very healthy. And yes. It's like, oh, he's missing games just to like legit. He needs just to rest. Not yeah. like oh, he like wrecked his knee. He's you know, nursing it in. Here's right. 20 games. Because we always had, you know, this title over Joel Embiid. He is this player. He is MVP caliber. caliber. He is the best player on the Sixers, but we never got to see it and we're finally getting to see yeah. it and it is refreshing. He is so good. And I think his ability to drive this team, oh, he man. is the heart and soul of that team, I think. You know, James Harden is a superstar and they brought him in, sure, but He's not playing like it's Joel Embiid's team. And yeah. I think he's been playing well enough to earn that title. So I'll give the case for Joel Embiid. Oh, man, that's such a good case. And, like, yeah, you're right. I, I've said it on this pod even myself. Like, hey, like, imagine if Joel Embiid played a whole entire season. Like, what would happen? And here we are. And it, 
Holy freaking cow. My gosh, dude. He's phenomenal. You could wake me up tomorrow morning and I could give you just, you know, the same case for Nikola Jokic, that the Nuggets should have no business being where they are. And it's strictly because he's just been playing. It's it's and so close that I'm sitting here. I'm like, dude, damn, Doge, like that's such a good case. Like maybe I should pick him beat, but I, I just can't do it because Jokic is like the stats, and he's got no one playing with him. Exactly. There's not a person on their team that's like relatively any good. Like his least, assist like, count would skyrocket if he had. <laughs> it's not either Porter or Murray back. It's not Joel. It's not Nikola Jokic's fault. That Tobias Harris sucks, even though he's making thirty million bucks a year, because he should be super good for the Sixers, but he's not, and that kind of helps Joel Embiid's MVP case. Whereas Jokic has got his two highest-paid players besides himself not playing, and he's still in the fifth in the West, which is, granted, maybe not the harder division this year in terms of teams, but they have the better records at the top right now between Memphis mm-hmm. and uh, <clears throat> Phoenix. But I don't know, it just, he's got nobody with him. So, I mean, I got to go with Jokic, but Embiid makes a great case. Dill, I know you're a Giannis lover now. Are you going to pick Giannis? No, man, I'll I'll get into it later, but I'm also going to pick, uh, pick Jokic. I just, yeah, I, I'll get into it later. The player, okay, sure, interesting. The player efficiency chart with him is phenomenal he's been crazy all year well longer than that for the last year two years he's been on an absolute terror he like took the COVID lockdown and was like I'm just gonna get freaking ripped and it's just been a machine since um okay let's go to rookie of the year a lot of good candidates for this one as well. Another great case, like where you can be like, hey man, listen. Evan Mobley, Scotty Barnes, Cade Cunningham. You talk yourself into maybe a little Bones Island here. Jalen Green coming on strong here at the end of the year. I wouldn't necessarily put him in my list, but still. Josh Giddy, not a bad rookie. Um, <clears throat> who do you have for rookie of the year, Dill? Just because I saw him out, out in Zona, you know, I'm gonna go with Scotty. You know, he's killing it. He had a he looks so good live. Like he looks really smooth, and um, like the way he moved, the way he was able to, I don't know, just like his whole game, he was just smooth about himself, and like he just looked like he didn't look like a rookie. You know what I mean? Correct. I mean, he is their offense. It's really weird. So I'm about it. Doge, what about you? I would come in tonight, you know, thinking that it would be Scotty as well. But Doge is digging deep in stats. Let me just let me just give another case. I don't I don't have many stats to give, but I just do feel like Evan Mobley has a case if he were to kind of finish out healthy. It's kind of tough with him being hurt at the end of the year, but I feel like He's been a big part of this Cavs team growing, and I'm all about the team growth and the success that you see from that. And I feel like him and Jared Allen being kind of the, you know, like the twin tower like attack, like the Spurs used to have, almost with like the the Timmy Dunks, sure, um, yeah, Dave sure. Robinson. Shout out to Timmy. 
Um, so I I love that look. I think he's you know a great future player for the for the Cavs, but I feel like he also is a big reason that they're in playoff contention and you know in the talks right now because beginning of the year it's not what I saw coming you know so I feel like he was a huge part of that growth obviously they had two all-stars in Garland and Jared Allen but I feel like Mobley was also there yes so um honestly if I was betting man put my money on Scotty but yeah I'll get I'll give the case for Mobley for sure I can get behind that with uh I mean he looked good when I was in Cleveland and I Mm -hmm. saw him on a very near action uh report you know and he looked good. He had struggled for a bit, you know, offensively, but uh, defensively, like he was. I mean, he definitely looked different out there. You know what I mean? Than a rookie, so mm-hmm. I got you there. All right. Well, Who I will got? say I agree. If I'm betting cash money, it's got to be Scotty to Hottie Barnes. <laughs> Because Scotty Teddy. I'm sure when we all did our hey, let's predict the East pod earlier, none of us had the Raptors probably even in the playoffs. Especially after trading Kyle Lowry, one of their biggest, you know, guys. Like them the the growth that the Raptors have had, I think, this year where I didn't expect them to be where they're at is a great reason why I think Scotty Barnes is probably gonna be rookie of the year and because he's a big part of their offense and he's a great defender. Evelyn Mo- Evan Mobley should definitely be considered and probably everybody's number two because of how he changed the Cavs' projection to being a... Especially if you're talking the beginning of the year where it was like, holy cap, crap, the Cavs are like the two and the three. Like, they're really dominating. And then injuries kind of derailed their season a little bit. So I think that's the reason why he's getting hurt on this ballot is because their team got hurt. But I'm going to make the case for Cade Cunningham here just because no one is. I love it. <laughs> Um, there are all-stars on all the teams that you guys mentioned. There's two all-stars on the Cavs that Evan Mobley's playing with. One of them plays the same position or similar position as him who can actually mm-hmm. show him exactly how to play and how to be an all-star. Hey, just mimic Jared Allen and you could be an all-star caliber, caliber player. Um, <clears throat> Fred Van Vliet, you've got Pascal Siakam, you've got OG Ananobi, all guys who've been to the finals, won an NBA finals, who can show Scotty Barnes kind of how to play. Nick Nurse is no joke out there either. Um, and Pascal Siakam, kind of similar way. Hey, Scotty, if you kind of at least follow how I play or like practice how I practice, train how I train, you're going to be a good NBA player. I came in and I was pretty good at it too. There's not one person who's really any good on Detroit at all, like except for like, they have some young guys, but there's no veterans on that team. Dwayne Casey's a good coach, but he's not the same kind of caliber, not a championship caliber coach. And so, Cade Cunningham, to do what he's doing in terms of some of the numbers he's been putting up, his defense has improved. You can tell he actually knows how to, like, get into an offense, like, get people involved. Um, You know, he actually had, um, and this is a stat, folks, that you can't just brush over hype. You know, it's not a real, you know, you got to kind of finagle some numbers here, but... Cade Cunningham was the first player to have, as a rookie to average, I believe, 26 points or more for an entire month since Michael Jordan. And the only people to do it are Michael Jordan and Cade Cunningham. Whoa. Correct. So, I'm not saying he should be rookie of the year. I don't even think he should be second place. But Cade Cunningham is an absolute beast. 
And if you were to make the case, I wouldn't like look at you that strange, but I'd be like, dude, it's got to be Scotty Barnes. So, um, it's just nice to see that it's not just one guy, clearly, like it's been for the past few years. We're like, oh, well, it's definitely going to be Ja. Like, no shit. It's going to be Ja. Like, we get that. That makes a lot of sense. <laughs> right. We're like, oh, you know what? It's going to be Ant-Man. Yeah, it's going to be Ant-Man. Correct. Um, so, that's exciting to see. This is another race that is exciting. To me, it's not as exciting because I know who I'm picking. There's no doubt. It's going to be the first time since 1992 we get a guard for this award. In my opinion, Defensive Player of the Year. I'm taking Marcus Smart. Why else would I not? I mean, <laughs> I send you guys tweets all the time, like, look at what Marcus Smart, these guys averaged when Marcus Smart was covering them. Look at what the team averaged. For a whole entire month, it was, seemed like teams couldn't score 100 points on us. And that's because Marcus Smart's our best defender. He's our anchor on our defense. I mean, Robert Williams also a great defender, but Smart's calling everything out. He can cover one through fives. So I've got Marcus Smart. I've got some other honorable mentions, but I'll let you guys go first in case you don't. Or if you do select them, then I won't say them. So, Dill, who do you have for this award? Hmm? Just to do it, I'm going to go with uh, going to. Go Rudy. Yeah, I knew you were going to. <laughs> I knew it. Just because, you know, that's what he's there for. That's just... I mean, yeah, he's got stats. He's going to be probably first-team all defense. I mean, he's... It was pretty apparent when he, like, left. Like, we just heard they sucked so bad, so... Mm-hmm. Marcus Smart, similar, though. I mean, <clears throat> I'll piggyback off of it, because I was going to actually honestly say the exact same thing. I was going to take Rudy Gobert. He's averaging over two blocks a game. He's improved his ability to switch out to the perimeter. He's still not great, but he's gotten better at that. And, like you said, T, when he was out, like, January to February, they couldn't stop anybody. And it just showed his value almost more in his absence than when he's there, he kind of plays like we expect him to. Yes. But when he's gone, you're like, whoa. People can get all over them when he's not there. Yes. Protecting the rim. So, I mean, if he gets it, it'll be his fourth, which would tie him for most overall, I think. Yes. So, that puts him in that puts him in big company. It's not that good, dude. It's not that good. I think the only other people that have done it are like Ben Wallace and Matumbo. Right. Which, like, I I'm very. Those are serious names. Right. Those Crazy. are serious names. It's, it's tough for me to put him in that serious names in that group, but because you feared those people, mm-hmm. I don't. You don't fear Rudy Gobert. I'm not saying you fear Marcus. I, Mark. You should. I feared him during COVID. Well, yeah, of course. He was licking his hand and putting it on microphones or whatever, right? Yeah, Coughing on him. people. He was patient number one. Yeah, bastard. He shut the whole league down. Yep. Yep. Unreal. I'm shocked no one said Jaron Jackson Jr. Averaging a lot of blocks a game. Incredible defender. Covers the one through five. Similar to Marcus Smart. Their team has an incredible record. They have incredible, you know, pretty good defense. Especially, weirdly enough, when Jaws out. Um, so, I figured he'd be one. Obviously, Draymond Green, if he played more games, he's been hurt a lot. Yeah. He's had an incredible year. Kind of the reason the Warriors were back. Um... 
Russell Westbrook and LeBron James, I mean, their defense for the Lakers has been phenomenal. The reason why they're the number one seed. Oh, wait. They're not, because they stink. Uh, okay. <laughs> we got Smart, we got Rudy Gobert. I just want to say, last guy to win, defense player of the year as a guard, Gary Payton for the Supersonics. Ooh. 1992. It's been that long since the guard. 30 won. years. Yeah. Wow. We're overdue. Robert Williams would have been a fun take before his injury. There's no doubt. He would have been a sneaky, sneaky combo. Which, I mean, I guess he isn't missing that many games, so he might still be in the combo. But I think Smart is a bigger part to our team than Rob, even though Rob is a massive part. Like, that's what makes us a title contender. He's averaging more than two blocks a game, too. Oh, yeah. Which, if you can get more than two, that's cash. G League. <laughs> but um, crazy they don't have a game on after the Bucks. Weird. Okay. Um let's move on then. Most improved player of the year. I mean the Homer in me will tell you it's Grant Williams, but it's absolutely not. This is easy an easy pick, I'd say. I don't know what you guys think, but Did anybody think Darius Garland was going to be this good? Because it certainly wasn't me. Like, I knew he'd be maybe this good eventually, but not like, well, hey, by the way, I'm going to be an all-star, and I'm going to be right running the Cavs offense, and we're going to be in the playoffs, like, for sure in the playoffs. Like, mm-hmm. No, I had no idea he was going to be this good. So, like, I don't, there's nobody else to me for this award. Like, it's got to be him. Dill, are you, I'm assuming you're taking your boy DG. Just to be contrary, you know, with oh. you, what about uh, All-Star uh, A. Wiggins? Oh, my God. For most improved? Yeah. No. Yeah. No. Yeah, he's been trash. I mean, he's not <laughs> most improved. I mean, guess, yeah. That. No. <laughs> no. No, 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 no. I like the enthusiasm, though. You can no, ride, you it can has ride to be Darius Garland in my eyes. And it's not even close. I just like having you guys uh, say it, you know? feels good. <laughs> hmm. Heater winning games and Spolstra's in COVID protocol. I find that interesting. That's all I have to say. <laughs> oh, you maybe it's all staged. You don't, want to, you don't want to ride... Oh my gosh, that'd be unbelievable. <laughs> you don't want to ride with me in the corner office... Bill, Grant Williams, our boy. I mean, I could definitely get down some corner office, you know? He just, no, he deserves, deserves an honorable mention. He's been way better this year, but, you know, maybe Robert Williams, but maybe he's just gotten more minutes, so. Um, right. Mm, right. I'm with. But either way, it's got to be Darius. Let's, quick one, let's move on then. Coach of the year, um... Two honorable mentions for me, mm-hmm. and then it's got to be this guy. Honorable mention, Chris Finch for the Timberwolves. Incredible job this year. I didn't think they'd be where they're at, so it's cool to see him and him getting Cat back involved and being well and good. Um, Ime Udoka, the Celtics, I don't know if many people thought they were going to be this good, and they flipped it around in such a way, too. 
Uh, Jokic, 32-9 and nine in the third quarter. Here we are again. He's incredible. Um, so I have those two guys for honorable mentions, but you got to give it up to the Suns, man. 62-plus wins for Monty Williams and the boys. Chris Paul to miss with an injury. Little DeAndre Ayton not getting extended. Kind of drama at the beginning of the year, even though he just went to the finals and a huge piece of their puzzle. Still not extended. So I'm going Monty Williams here. Doge, what about you? I'm giving it to Taylor Jenkins. Yeah, I I almost honorable mentioned him, but I thought you guys might pick him, so I didn't. So well, I, I appreciate that. it. Yes. Giving me a little bit of the limelight here. Yes. Bringing this like... young Grizzlies team to a two-seed in the West is really incredible. They're such a solid team, too. They are. I mean, like, a really good team. That's exactly it. There's not one... I mean, yes. Jaws, their star, but it's right. not one guy carrying them. They play really well when Jaws off the court, too. They play better, almost. Yeah. Weirdly enough. Yeah, and... It's uh, It's been really fun to watch. So I think he's done a great job throwing that team together, so I, I've got to give it to him. Yeah. Um, Dill, what about you for Coach of the Year? I, wanted, uh, I want to say uh, Taylor Jenkins as well, and then I also had Chris Finch up yeah. in Minnesota. Right. I mean, like, Minnesota actually – because they weren't in the play-in game for most of the season. So, like, kind of like the Cavs. Right. I mean, like – Oh yeah, right. They kind of like take. What bigger staff? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. You. I mean, you could definitely say it's probably up there for like certainly in like a maybe seventh highest odds. Honorable mention guy, right? Highest odds. Um. So yeah, it was just uh, what I was gonna say about Jaw though is he's only played fifty six games this year. Right. Right. So like he's been out for over twenty games. And they're like nineteen and like three in those games or something yeah. crazy in those. They're nasty. Twenty two games or whatever it is. Yeah, it's not like so. when Durant misses. Hilarious that <clears throat> his birthday. Anyway, um, that would be John Morant's birthday. That's what I was talking about there. Okay. Interesting date. What is it? No need. No need. <clears throat> okay. So. Crazy. All right. Yeah. Um. All right. Oh. This is now we're getting into some like we're getting into a real award here. I did have somebody else. Oh, oh. Jason Kidd with the Mavs. Oh yeah, you got to give that up to them. Flip their defense around completely. Like that's not a bad call. You're he's right. Been though. huge for them. You're. That's not a bad call, especially if they get the three. They're all right there. Yeah, the one, two, three seats you were talking about, basically. Yeah. Yep. Um. <clears throat> okay. Here we are. This is a, an award that players in the league they talk about. Winning. It's highly coveted. They talk about winning this, like. Mm-hmm. <sighs> the clubhouse podcast most fun to watch player of the year. Do we want to like give like a, a range of people we think it could be and like we whittle it down like or do we do we have a do you have one person in mind because I have I know my guy I have one person in mind oh man okay you guys go first I have like four people it could be all right my guy is Luka Doncic oh. Ooh. I would imagine with the fantasy action and stuff the fantasy too. action yeah. helps he's the namesake of my team Luka Skywalker yep he at any given moment can pop off. Which other players in the league can do. 
The pop-off ability is a huge factor in this. The things he can do with the basketball are just magical. And sometimes it's just his warm-up shots, where he just kicks a, kicks a ball in from 30 feet. Yep. Yeah, that is he's crazy. He's really fun to watch. And I'm biased because he's on my team. Dope. All right, this is what I was kind of getting at when I said I was going to get into it like later with okay. Jokic. Dude, he is so fun to watch. Yes. Pass the ball around. You're right. It's and, like, anybody can make shots, right? Or they can make impressive moves with the ball. But, like, the way that he can see the court and make these, act, like, actually, like, execute the passes, not just see them, right? And he sauces them, too, with the no looks yes. and, like, the little side, right. like, the behind he has the, the like... He has the flair, 100%. So... Dude, he's, I don't know, every time the Nuggets are on, and, like, I'm a Jamal Murray guy, you know? I want my guy to get back in yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but, you know, when he doesn't have anybody. Like, there was one game, were you here, when I said he would have so many more? Uh, yes. Okay. That was absolutely abysmal with what they did to his first, like, three passes. That were just beautiful passes. I can't remember which game it was. Absolutely should have been assists. Right? You think about how many assists he has right now? Imagine if you put him on a team with, like, people who really shoot the dang ball. Oh, my. Or if Jamal Murray was getting 15 of those. I think they were playing the Clippers before Paul George came back. Yeah. That sounds about right. Okay. I gotta go honorable mentions first. Let's hear it. First off. This guy, just a given, Kevin Durant, is so much fun to watch. Jason Tatum has been unbelievable to watch this year. Mm-hmm. So much fun to watch, especially if you're a Celtics fan. He's had spurts in the season where it's, like, magical. It's been phenomenal. Phenomenal. Just the Suns. They're so much fun to watch. The entire Suns. Zach Levine has had some moments this year. It's been like, oh, same with DeRozan. My boy. DeRozan just had like 45. Doncic, obviously, we include him in this list, yes. Ant-Man, very fun to watch. But this year, it's John Moran for me. Like, he's been unbelievable. Premier. So much fun to watch. Always making a play. Always dunking on somebody. Highlights everywhere. Tip catches for you know for three off the buzzer from launching Stephen Adams pass like he's been so so much fun to the point where you have to make yourself go like man did the Pelicans blow that pick like for real like Zion the slam dunk pick and they could have just maybe like taken Ja and like think of how different their franchise would have been like my goodness and uh, just he's awesome so. But damn it, till Jokic, like I had, I'm changing it. I am changing. I have Jaw written down here, and I'm changing it to Jokic because he's so much fun. And I find myself being like, that's one of the teams I do tune into watch more. Like the Grizzlies, and the Nuggets are teams that I watch when the Celtics are not playing because I've tried to watch all the Celtics games. So he has 34, 11, and four right now. <laughs> Why don't we have that on right now? <laughs> Since G League. He's, oh my gosh, man. And there's no one on his team. That's even crazier part. Like, I know we mentioned that, but, like, it's there's just nobody helping him. Like, Bones Highland is the guy, like, the next guy going off. The it's next like, guy, rookie. next highest guy is Aaron, Aaron Gordon with 15. Right, and he's, like... No one else has over nine. Solid, but, like, not the same anymore. 
Yeah, like he's not what he's they not needed a shooter him. either. He's not what they needed him to no. be. No. No. Well, yeah, he would be if he wasn't number two. If he was number four with Porter Jr. and Murray, he'd be right. giving you 15 points and playing defense like that. He's solid. And that's great. But, but yeah, when he's your two option, that's not what you need. No. 100% agree. This is an award that I've been looking forward to giving out as well. This is not a coveted award. But teams do kind of compete for it in their own way. The B-T-O-T-Y. The best tank of the year. The Batoddy. The Batoddy. The B-Toddy. Um, I can't review them on... You guys have to go first, because I have a great one. <clears throat> I have one. Go ahead, Dush. It's a shout-out to our good friend, Edward Krulowicz, Oh. in the Indiana Pacers. They're doing a great job. Trading away, picking up Halliburton, who I think is an incredible snag for them. Yes. Yeah, what a great tank to get him and be able to tank. Big tank, get Halliburton. You've got Buddy Heald, who's going to shoot 20 shots a game, go 3 for 10 from 3... But he's going to get you your points, and then they're going to have a top five pick. Yes. So they they really bought into the future. I don't think they're going to be able to keep Jalen Smith, but he's nice. Yeah. Um. But I thought that was a quality tank. Yes. Quality tank. Uh, Dill, do you have a tanker? Yeah. Who you got? I was going to say maybe if they can get another good draft pick and. Uh, have a last run with Dame out in Portland. Yeah. That was the one team that I was like, okay, like, they have somebody they can build around currently and the future, and if they can get them playing well together, then, like... Kind of merge the... Send the, one off. Right. You know? Comfortably. Yeah, the double guard they action s- they had wasn't really working. It, yeah. They still have to figure something out as far as other players... Like, Nurkic, as good as he, he needs is... to get off their team. You need to get rid of him because he's just not available. You know what yeah, I mean? He's just not that you need good. To have some, and that just shortens your bench. And then you guys, you have guys playing way longer minutes throughout a long season. They're just not as efficient, maybe. Yep. They aren't hitting the same shots they were in the beginning of the year. Like, that stuff trickles down. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, like, it's bad for team morale when you see a guy get hurt. Um, unfortunately, Nurk, you gotta go. But, yeah, I'd say the Blazers. Chauncey's there, right? Get something new. Oh, See what I he had, can do. I had the Blazers as my honorable mention. Saw that. Because, I mean, the fake, and maybe it's not fake, but the hamstring injury from James Harden and the not playing well, and now this is two years in a row. This is the ultimate tank. This is longer than one season because remember when he got to Philadelphia, he said, this is ultimately where I wanted to play. So he was faking the whole time in Brooklyn. Not really, but either way, he tanked his way out of Brooklyn. And so for me, the best tank of the year will be going to James Harden, who tanks his way out of teams and gets to what he wants, like a pouty little spoiled brat. And I hope that he enjoys the 76ers and all the fans who are going to start hating him here soon. So, best tank of the year to me, James Harden. If I had to pick a team, I'm going with the Blazers. 
they need to reset. Dame already getting the surgery, so they figured why not blow it up here, get even worse for sure. Hopefully we can trade Nurkic, get something else back. Maybe we can get one of these top three major guys and have them be the star. And then if we have to trade Dame, we have at least a person we can build around in that pick. So the Pacers, I didn't even really consider them a tank when I should have because of how well that trade turned out for them. Like mm-hmm. Their future is going to be bright, I believe. Ed shouts out to him, very nervous about being pick five. That's not a great pick to be. Historically, they move back a lot. They don't mm-hmm. jump up too much. So he's nervous about pick five. But trust us, Ed, man, it's going to be okay. Um, okay. So that's going to do it for our awards here. If you have any awards you'd like us to review or if you want to add any awards to the award show, let us know. But, uh, I don't know, good stuff, boys. Let's move on to our buzzer beaters here. Let's wrap up the show. Um, <clears throat> let's go... Doge, why don't we go you? I know you've been you've been hitting at it a little bit here. I'll show. Absolutely. So, for those who haven't been catching the hints, mm-hmm. I'm still playing in fantasy basketball in our league. Currently in the championship God. against beloved stats team member Mitchie yes, Butts. Yes, sir. Youngest of the the Butler clan, and uh, we're coming down to the wire. Yes, we are. As of right now, I've got a 153-point lead, which to wow. people outside of fantasy basketball would be like, much. oh, man, right? Like that's quite a lead. No, it's it's pretty tight. That's, you know, if he has a better day than me tomorrow, then it's, it's right back tied. So um, really big matchup. We're going into the weekend, end of the season. All the chips are in the middle. It's me and Mitchie Butts. Let's see what we got. I lost in the finals last year, so I'm wishing you both good luck, as you're both good friends of mine, brother of mine, wow. Brian Mitchell. But it's tough. I know I, if you lose, Doge, I know where you're at. If you win, congratulations. Thank you. Thank Incredible. You. I tanked my season in, in the efforts to trade for Jalen Brown, which I'm an incredible move. So <clears throat> I applaud your efforts to get to the finals. That's going to be... I've been keeping my eye on that one, let me tell you. I've been keeping my eye on it. We're definitely a win-now team. Yes. I will say, it's too bad that this doesn't go into the playoffs because Kawhi Leonard has been sitting in my mm-hmm. IR spot all year. Mm-hmm. Well, And if he I were to come out, same. man, would that be fun? I'd say the same for Ben Simmons, but I don't think he's playing. Are you winning right now? I yeah. am currently winning. What's, like, by how much? 153. 153? Yeah. It's 17.50... To fifteen ninety seven. Yeah, I mean, you guys both had the best, highest scoring teams all year. Yeah, you guys were, had a good. Program. He had a really good week. Lamelo Ball had forty nine. Kevin Porter Jr. had fifty. Jimmy Butler had fifty two. Porzingis had forty six. Jokic had fifty five for him. So he went off tonight. Yeah, that's a good night. But I had Joel Embiid who bagged sixty four. Embiid had a nice night. Mm-hmm. Kyrie with the forty piece in real life. Not Efficiently. Yeah, no. He was good tonight. Um, okay, Dill, do you want to wrap up the show or do you want me to wrap it up? You can go ahead. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, the wait is over. We're going back to the World Cup. And let me tell you. Woo! What an incredible draw we have. 
England, going to be a tough matchup. Beatable team. Very beatable. Iran, beatable team. Big time beatable. Then we have to play the winner of the Euro Conference to play in or whatever, which mm-hmm. is going to be one of these three teams, which of are all beatable. Wales with Gareth Bales. Gareth Bale. Scotland or the Ukraine. Those are all winnable games. Folks, we might come out top of our group. This is incredible. We could have been drawn with some powerhouses, and we avoided them all. Oh, it's perfect. It's beautiful. It's amazing. Thank you, FIFA gods. That's all I have to say. We're, we're, you guys mentioned it. We hinted that. England versus USA, Black Friday. Get out early. Get your Black Friday shopping done. Sit your butt down and watch us whip the goddamn English just like we always have. It's going to be incredible. Gonna be incredible. Dill, the floor is yours. Yeah. Send us home, baby. Send I'm kind of home. I'm kind of balling in a different court on this one. Oh, okay. Doge court. Well, Formula Doge. Sure. This weekend. Formula Dill. Yeah. The show. Yeah. Just uh, you know, shouts out. Got a race this weekend. I was looking for it last weekend. Didn't have one. Yep. Took a week off. Yep. Have it this weekend in Australia. Oh yeah. So now that we have both Ferrari cars at the top two spots, both in both um, the constructors and drivers, mm-hmm. uh, we'll see if my boys Mercedes. Hey, I'm calling if freaking Patronas can Patronas down the track. I'm all saying right. I'm calling a double teach. We're back weekend. Lewis Hamilton. Wow. Podium. He Tiger, went skydiving in his off week. Tiger Woods top ten. Apparently, Lewis Hamilton is as. He's experienced enough in skydiving that he can just skydive solo. He posted a video he's like he doesn't have the guy on his back, like he's just doing his own thing. He's a beast, of course. He, he can probably do whatever he wants. He was like, yeah, I've just been working on some different stuff. He's certainly not, af- skydiving. He's certainly not afraid of falling or going super fast or crashing. That thrill. No, you, you know, know what I mean? Like he, he seeks it. Yes, I'm sure. So, we'll see what Maxi does this weekend. Red Bull typically does pretty well in Australia. Ooh, Good insight. There you go. Not good to hear. That's not good for my. Uh, but Ferraris has had a car that they like, like they haven't had in a long time. Yes. So it's. So we got practice starting Thursday, at 11 p.m. here in the U.S. Mm-hmm. You guys want to tune in? Oh, we're tuning in. And then on Saturday, we got our qualifying, just like usual. Yeah. And on Sunday at approximately 1 a.m., we have our race. So it's like a stay up Saturday night thing to watch it. Yep. Because it's all the way over on the other side of the world, in wow. Australia. So I think they're racing. On, there's an awesome UFC card this weekend. so They'll go right into that. 12.30, nice. maybe 20 minutes of break. That's nice. Get Good sports weekend. Into it. You can just snooze in, and then Tiger will be playing later in the day because he'll be playing so well, so you can sleep, sleep in even later. You don't even need wow. to worry about it. Wow. Wow. And then that's your Sunday. Bang. Doge? Talk about Saturday. Talk about a Saturday. Talk about a weekend. Talk about a year. Talk about a podcast. Doge is in the house, folks. It was a great one. Doge, thank you for being here. Thrilled to be here. Yes. Looking forward to being back. First of many. Dill, thanks for hosting, brother. I'm here. You're here. I'm here. We're here. I'm here. We're out here. Thank you for listening. This is the Clubhouse.